0: I'm your co-host today, Kevin, here with some very special guests and a very fun episode for you this evening. I'm here with some friends of mine. I would like to welcome back ZC Kroll to the house. What's up, brother?
1: Hey, what's up, Bucky? How you doing?
0: <laughs> I'm good, man. It's good to see you again.
1: It's good to see you as well.
0: Uh, this is I, We've already done this because this is take two of the recording, so we're we're playing <laughs> like this is the first time I saw you and I don't think it's going well. I think this is better. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> it, sounds, to me.
0: it sounds yeah. better, but yeah. we're playing it off like we haven't already said hello it's, like it's 30 gra- times. <laughs> it's great
1: to be here. I, I'm excited to, to play this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it's going to be good. I like how you got real gruff there for a second. Yeah, man, it's good to be here. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So uh, Macho Man ZC Kroll is ready to do this. And uh, we would also like to welcome back to the show. Our very, very, very good friends, some of my favorite people in the world, Mr. Oh. and Mrs. J. What's going on? Glad to be back. Absolutely. For oh, yeah. the the second time <laughs> this evening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's wonderful. It's an
3: honor to be back with the author that is ZC Kroll.
0: Right? Isn't he one of the best?
3: The master of the written word.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And Kevin and the wonderful Miss J. Mm.
0: Yeah, special., Jay, Mrs. welcome Jay. back. It's been oh, wow. uh, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> yep, the last Too one long. was what cabin fever. Yeah, it was also oh, good. Uh, that was a fun episode, and our so interview good. with uh, Stephen Cognetti. Yes, okay, so
2: wonderful. Oh, and
0: uh, happy to have you both here <laughs> this evening uh, for something very special. Uh, Zach, you know how much we've loved doing our drafts on this on this show so far. So we're gonna do another. one I do, of those. but so-
1: sometimes they get a little spicy. So I don't know. Are we gonna all get along tonight, or is it gonna well, get a little?
0: Most of them get spicy because of you. So
1: <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> You're usually the mm. one like oh, stirring spicy things already. up.
0: <laughs> oh, so uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm glad we're doing another one of these. I always like these. It leads to a lot of uh, broad discussion and a uh, lot of varying discussion on different topics. So. We're going to do another draft tonight. We've got myself, Zach, Mr. and Mrs. J here to do a draft on what Mrs. J has dubbed killer openings. So we're doing a draft on opening scenes of horror movies. Um, So this is going to be fun. We, we laid down some specifics. We're staying away from like credit sequences. We want these to be actual scenes that set the tone for mm-hmm. the entire movie mm-hmm. um cuz if we ever do credits that's also a very long list that we could all uh that's true pull from but uh you know in opening scenes in horror movies are important right they set the tone for what's yes. to come and some of them sometimes those scenes are what stick with you the most
4: absolutely i
2: agree
0: so uh i think everybody's come with a good good list tonight we'll see if we're all still friends by the end of the evening
2: oh <laughs> we will be <laughs>
0: We will be. We will be. There is only friendship here. So uh, no we spice, picked... only friendship.
1: <laughs> we uh we picked five each, right?
0: Yes, correct. Okay, good. So uh, we, you know what I did not do before this was come up with an order uh, in mm-hmm. which we will go. So I'm going to throw it to the best of us tonight to determine the order. Mrs. J, would you like to decide what the order will be for us?
2: um
4: that's kind of not fair because there's a part of me that wanted to go first <laughs> Oh,
0: okay, good. i'm giving <laughs> that power to you if that's what you want to do well, but
4: then i was like oh but my better half should go first because I'm like oh he's not feeling well he should go first
0: oh so mm-hmm. we've got mr j going first who's going to go next
4: <laughs> and the crowd goes silent
3: well, i think he's asking you
4: oh me i'm doing all of it oh god okay yeah. okay there's me next selfishly because i'm an only child and i'm i'm just selfish like that so i'll be
0: next i'm an only child too
4: oh well then oh. you should go third and kevin's last
0: <laughs> that's punishment for putting you on the spot like that that's fair there it is. yeah right Jeez, never again <laughs> all right all right Didn't hey well again. you knocked it out of the park i think that's a great order Okay, And then uh, (laughs) we'll see if Zach and I just fight to the death uh, by the end Mm. of the show, Mm. because I know how he likes to play dirty on these. So this is going to be fun. Uh, Love you, guys. What's up? Love you. Love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) So let's, uh, let's get started here. So Mr. J, Mrs. J, Zach, and then myself is the order. We each get five picks on our favorite openings to a horror movie. Once a pick has been taken, it is off the table. And uh, by the end, if you have honorable mentions that were not picked, then you can also throw those out there as well. So, uh, Mr. J, start it off. What's your number one pick?
3: Uh, it might be cliche, but I got to hit it. Okay. When a stranger calls. Oh. So, for me... That is one of the few horror movies that I feel like most people don't even remember what happens after the opening sequence.
2: Yeah.
3: It's <laughs> such a powerful opening that it could probably survive as a short film, yeah, and mm-hmm. be just as well known because hmm. I almost don't I don't think I've ever really heard anybody else reference anything else that happens in the rest of that movie. <laughs> but that I... first that opening sequence, ooh. that's
0: a good one. I don't yeah, even think I've seen like... the rest of the movie, to be honest with you. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Tapped out. Like what are lock needles? Like like <laughs> the guy uses right, right? Like he uses lock needles toward the end, and it's it just yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that's the ultimate in terror right there. <laughs> is an intruder in your house that you've been unaware of the whole time. Yes,
3: it is cliche now because it was so effective then like yeah like like anybody who wants to act like well you know seen it before it's like Mm -hmm. before that like that was the jam right there
1: yeah i think that was based on an urban legend at that time too so like to see it on the big screen yeah probably really freaked a lot of people out because you know there were like rumors spreading like at high schools and (laughs) stuff you know we used to (laughs) spread Uh that kind of thing and then yeah actually seeing it was probably wild yeah, and to have yeah. a single
3: actor carry pretty much the whole weight of that, other than <laughs> yeah. like, you know, voices on the phone.
0: Yeah. yeah. And there's there's uh quite a few movies, uh, like you said, Zach, that take influence from that that urban legend. Um, but this one I think does it best. And that opening scene, what honestly sells it for me is the musical swelling when yeah. the operator on the phone says that the calls are coming from in the house. Yeah. Um, now when it comes to the movie as a whole, I am a bit more partial to the remake where they like draw that out, draw basically the opening 10 minutes into the full movie. Um, but man, that opening of the seventies one, you just, I mean, it's the seventies, man. They, they, uh, they knew how to draw things out and create that feeling of dread. So yeah. Awesome. I I wondered, Mr. J, what you were going to go with, because I know I was texting you the other day and I... I threw out two openings as an example, and you said I spoiled one of one of yeah. yours, but I didn't know which one. So
3: I just I remember watching that movie when I was really little, and I love that my dad referenced it all the time. It's a great movie. Well, great opening. Mm. Some would say <laughs> killer
4: opening. <laughs> yeah, that would be me.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: All right, so you you were too young watching stuff too then, Mister J.
3: <laughs> I was just young enough. <laughs> sometimes i wish i could take a pill or something that would put me in like a younger mindset because like we didn't know what was all possible then right like yeah. movies were scarier because you're like is this re- like is this real like now we really have to work at suspending disbelief mm-hmm. but as a kid oh my gosh yeah. you're like is this for is this even possible is this why? So So, I thought Ghostbusters was real. So yeah. (laughs) Watch your back
0: I wish. (laughs) All right. Awesome. First pick, Mr. J. Mrs. J, what do you have for number one pick on your list?
4: So I don't know which one I want to go with because they're, oh man. All right. So I think I'm going to go with an obvious one just because it's a good one. Um, Jaws yeah oh, ooh. and yeah I, so Jaws. speaking of like being a kid and stuff i think jaws was probably maybe one of the only horror movies i saw when i was a kid and like regretted it immediately i was one of those kids that was scared of anything i was scared of michael jackson's thriller okay like i was scared of everything <laughs> i was scared of that too um, actually <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well good i don't feel so alone.
4: um but god something about jaws and just the I, I'm realizing as I've read my list I'm still not gonna obviously tell you you know what's on there but um a lot of what I've picked has like these like calming chill kind of everything's going all right kind of vibes to it and then the crap hits the fan and I'm like wow everything I picked is generally that way except for maybe one but um I don't know I mean Jaws is just such a good movie so I feel like I had to put it in there
2: it's Absolutely. so
4: good it just it sets the tone and and it's gosh just so scary Listen, like that opening scene is so scary
3: when that chick gets pulled underwater briefly and her breathing yeah. changes yeah it's such a visceral Sweet. honest like i haven't looked into this y'all probably know but i wouldn't be surprised if they didn't tell her they were going to do that mm,
2: oh no. oh yeah that's yeah, a good point
3: cuz she looks i mean that felt like a visceral like guttural response like and i mean clearly she's an actor she knows she's acting but that unexpected that was just that felt that didn't feel quite like acting
4: well it was honest and i think i think what happens too at least for me when i was a kid it's like when that happened it was like yeah that's how i pictured a shark's gonna get me like just jerk me underwater which may not even obviously probably sharks just bite and kind of run but I I don't know like for whatever reason they painted a really good picture of like what was always in my mind of a shark attack (laughs) and so that's I think that's what made it scary
0: yeah I would yeah that
1: felt like oh sorry Kevin
0: oh sorry Zach go ahead
1: no I was gonna say that felt like one of the first like really like realistic horror movies that was like on that big of a scale kind of like The Exorcist because I think The Exorcist was first and like I think that and this were like you know horror movies could actually be like on a grand scale like that and still be you know believable and yeah not just cheesy you know kind of stuff
0: yeah. yeah there's there's a handful of movies that i like wish we had time machines for to go back to the first audiences that saw those movies in the theater <laughs> yes. oh, i can oh only, man, yeah. i can only imagine being in the theater in 1975 and seeing that opening scene of jaws right. and understandably being terrified of the water from that point yeah. on
3: yeah i mean didn't they say like before Jaws, people didn't really care too much about sharks. Like, people mm-hmm. didn't, like, people weren't like, yay, sharks, but it just wasn't really, you know, there wasn't this overt fear of them. And then after Jaws, it was like
2: massive
3: <laughs> fear of sharks and like intolerance to sharks and overfishing of sharks because people were just like, screw those things. They're yep. evil.
0: <laughs> and the they, played was for, they played yeah, it up. They played it up for yeah, Jaws. They played it mm-hmm. up too for uh, Jaws, Jaws two as well, because the tagline was, uh, what was it just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water? Yeah, <laughs> great tagline. Yeah,
3: so, and like everybody ended up doing spinoffs of that tagline for like their movies. And
0: yeah. then they, who knows what they were doing with Jaws three, but
1: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I hated swimming in pools growing up because I thought I thought there'd yep. be like a sh- like yes. it made yeah. no sense at all.
4: Listen, I couldn't even dangle my legs off the couch or anything. Like that's how good that movie yeah. was, though. And honestly, I feel like it all just came from that opening scene. Because if you really think about it, yeah, the rest of the movie is good, but I feel like it wasn't as scary as that opening scene.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's floor. The, kind of flo- the floor is lava, so right. says yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Gay. <laughs> yeah. Didn't didn't Rob Zombie
3: say he's like, all I know is after I saw Jaws, I'm using the bathroom in the middle of like a restaurant. <laughs> And I mean, like not the middle of the restaurant, but the middle of like the United States and (laughs) all I know, I'm not near any water, but the floor is going to open up at any moment (laughs) and I'm going to get eaten by a shark. It's like, how did they do that to me? How did they? I've
0: never heard that one before. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, Rob Zombie, we love you.
3: Yeah. You know, I fixed my quote a little. As it went on, don't don't quote me perfectly. He didn't say it exactly
0: like that. Yeah, but he, he spoke to that, like see, thinking the
3: shark's going to come out of anywhere.
4: See know yes. Mr.
0: J, he's going to come on the show and be like, "That guy misquoted <laughs> me." I would love if if that's what
3: it takes to get Rob Zombie on the show. <laughs> do it. I right? will misquote him all the time. Rob Zombie says, "Do not brush your teeth." He always he's said, got like a sensor
0: somewhere it. that like tells him when people are misquoting him. Yes. <laughs> Ah, yes. beautiful. Awesome. AI listening. Awesome. Yeah. No. 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 No AI. Thank you. Yeah. Send him a report. <laughs> uh. All right. Awesome. First pick, Mrs. J. Uh. Zach. What do you got?
1: Well, um, I don't know if I'm being a dick or not. Someone has to say it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going with Final Destination Two.
2: Nice. Okay. Nice
1: is that cool with everybody yeah are we we all still friends yeah
4: (laughs) why does that make you a giant penis
1: (laughs) (laughs) um first of all i love this series this is one of my favorite horror franchises
0: yeah really
1: (laughs) um why do you not like that movie mrs
4: jay oh no i do you just said what you said at the beginning before you said it i'm like why does that
2: Oh.
1: oh, I got. I, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I see now.
4: Hung up on that. I'm like, because yeah, wrong with that yeah, because <laughs> like you think you're stealing movie,
1: it man. from somebody. I, yeah, I got you. Oh yeah.
2: no.
1: Um, but this this movie this movie rocks. I think this is the best scene in the movie, obviously. And um, except for that kid getting hit by that glass when the pigeons are oh, flying. Wow. That? Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: that's
1: good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, I need to I need to dive into these movies more. I've only ever seen the first one of Final Destination. Oh, yeah, there's a lot
1: there, man. Wait, have you not seen these, Kevin?
0: No, not outside of the first one. No.
1: Wait, seriously?
0: <sighs> yeah, for real.
1: Oh man, the second one is like the opening is amazing. What? I don't know if I should like. There's like is this. That- uh, highway scene with uh is that
0: the one with the wood logs on the back yeah of the truck? yeah, yeah i know, know that, that scene man.
1: though oh dude this was traumatizing when this came out right like, oh yeah it's the, right up there i mean not to still,
3: say it's just like jaws, jaws but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah
2: but you'll see people <laughs>
3: specifically get from behind a truck
2: uh, i still don't,
3: logs just I still like, don't nope,
0: get behind those I, on the freeway you know yeah. what
3: what wasn't there like a meme or something that went around it's like <laughs> like there was a truck And no one was behind them. And then next lane had cars piled back, and they said everyone in the left lane has seen Final Destination too.
2: (laughs) Yeah, dude.
1: I I lost sleep over this shit, man. This, this, yeah. Right.
0: That was
2: wild.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I definitely know that scene though, and I feel like all the Final Destination movies have given people a fear of something. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, Unfortunately, now every time I get on a plane, the first one pops into my head. Like, Zach, when I was that's flying rough. to Cincinnati, that was all that was in my head when that plane was getting ready to take <laughs> off. And it is yeah. it is terrible. I
1: do. I hate flying. So I'm with yeah. you. Me too.
0: Me too. <laughs> Anytime that turbulence hits, I can't do it. What's yeah, the worst. But,
1: I'm uh... in Ohio and I will drive to California. I do not care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, Zach's first pick. I am keeping track of everybody's uh, picks on my yeah. phone so we can read these back. Um, so now it's my turn. I thought for sure this one would get taken, uh, because we were so in the 70s mode there for just a minute, um, with Mr. and Mrs. J's pick, but I'm shocked that this one is still here. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and snag it, because I feel like it'll be a hot commodity down the road. Halloween, 1978.
4: It was on my list, too, for sure. It was almost on my list, which is weird. Oh, it's on my list. list.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: I... It, It was an honorable mention,
0: Okay. I Honestly, Zach, I thought that that's what you were going to take. I was like, oh, we're still <laughs> in the 70s and Zach's about to go. And I know he's a big Halloween fan, so. That
4: would have been a jerk move. But, okay. <laughs>
0: but um, yeah, this, I mean, I just got to see Halloween finally in a theater um, last October on Halloween. And this wow. opening scene is still bone chilling to me every time I watch it. And I think the rest of the movie, whereas something like uh, When a Stranger Calls kind of loses that at the end, uh, or as the movie goes on, mm-hmm. I feel like Halloween sets mm-hmm. this tone and just sticks with it, that well yeah, said. Well the boogeyman said, yes. is everywhere.
3: Yeah. Well, and wasn't it at that time um, the longest like, continuous shot in a major motion picture?
1: Yeah, from a mm-hmm. first-person... Yeah. The first person perspective yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think and so And
3: what i love is that it doesn't even feel like that yeah like sometimes it's so um i don't i can't think of the right word but it's like they want you to see that it's a continuous shot and they're really this one you can watch that movie quite a few times and you won't even notice it's a continuous shot and then you're like having a conversation with somebody and it comes up and like that was a yeah Yep. Yeah. that was like an unflinching continuous shot which is perfect for the first person perspective because if you are that first person like it's not gonna it's not going to cut
0: yeah and, and i feel like we we probably have jaws you know to thank for that because people always call that the jaws shot sure. um but yeah this one adds a whole whole nother element to it you know especially when they reveal who it is that we're Mm -hmm. we're seeing through the eyes of so yeah
1: Yeah, that's wild like uh i can't think of many i guess the omen or if if like a a child you know doing that in a movie Mm -hmm. and that that reveals kind of just just messed up yeah (laughs) a a child doing that in a movie
0: absolutely (laughs) crazy uh all right so now we're back to the second round and we're back to mr j mr j what is your next pick
3: what would be my next pick
0: golly i so appreciate you certain... all dealing Was with that... this game because i know this is a lot of pressure all the time nah. and so... I know we have some
4: of the same ones you yeah, I'm,
1: I'm trying to pick so like ones, other... ones i know are really good but i also don't want to
3: fuck people over but Sure. <laughs> so i feel like there's, there's one specific one that i almost feel like i just shouldn't even mention and that don't mean nobody else can mention it but like it just seems like such a go-to for a conversation like this or i kind of dig deeper than that
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i have one like that where i'm like you have one like that yes yeah, okay. it's, it's so obvious
3: yes mm-hmm. like the yeah, same one yeah it might be the same one that i'm like i just i just don't know if i want to say it because it's just so Does everybody says it everybody says it and they're not wrong but it just
1: I'll I'll be the guy that says it.
3: Okay,
2: cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all
1: <laughs> right. I'll take one for the
3: team. Thank you. So <laughs> I'm going to say oh gosh, I'm looking right at my list which one would it be? I almost want to throw a wild card in there. All right. All right.
0: A wild card. Let's see. You can be like Roy when he threw out Hellraiser Inferno on our first draft. Wow. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is pretty like, wild. you listen back to that episode, we were all picking like, fair, not obvious picks, but we were all picking like ones that you hear about a good bit and then Roy just came in wow. with like one of the way lesser Hellraiser sequels. All right.
3: Is it time for me to throw out one that's like the lesser known or should I keep it like a little more uh, mainstream,
0: uh, I mean, wh- which one would you be more proud to have on your list? Oh.
3: No. Let's go for it, man. All right, I'm going for it. So, <laughs> I'm gonna say an unlikely one, but I think it's pretty wild and well shot and pretty nuts. The opening of Lords of Salem. Oh, okay, good choice.
0: I, 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 I have not I seen Lords of movie. Salem.
3: Meg Foster is so <laughs> commanding in that deal. Yeah. And it is just, it's like this really, it's almost like you're starting to get on this roller coaster and everything's creaky and broken sounding. And you're like, oh, geez, it's starting slow, but you're like, nothing feels secure already, even though it's not faster. And then it gets faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. And And then it just, the way they stopped on the, the goat as it looked at the camera
4: yeah that was good
3: the way that that was just it was such a sudden like boom everything just stopped was like you know I'm gonna give some props to that one I know it's there's other ones on my list that probably everyone in the world would agree with I'm gonna throw a wild card I'm gonna (laughs) say Lords of Salem
0: Meg Foster I love that movie and Mr. J I want you to come on to do an episode on that movie with us because I feel like there's a lot to dive into and that is a movie that I think is very underrated. Yeah,
2: I agree. I
1: agree. I've never seen that.
0: Check it out, Zach. It is oh, very, I, very well I done. Will,
1: and I, 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 will, I will get on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, it also, it took me all the way until Mr. J just said that pick for me to realize what other opening scene you were talking about between nice. uh you and zach mr j i was like wait what's the obvious one there? they're they're hanging around and i'm like oh now i know what it is
3: yeah and now you're like yeah obviously. yeah <laughs> uh that kind of has to be said unless yeah, we're course. specifically not saying it we well I, so we're not doing
1: it now i'm doubting myself because i'm thinking of that one but also i'm thinking of another one that i feel like everyone wants to say
0: mm-hmm. there's some there's some there's, there's some low hanging fruit there yeah yeah, um, one of
4: mine on my list probably is one of those.
0: Yeah, let's see. What is Mrs. J gonna take one of them? Mrs. J, what's your number
4: two? Uh, um, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like so torn because uh, I feel like I feel like one of mine's a low hanging fruit one too, but it's so good
3: listen if it's good
4: it's good okay dawn of the dead remake Come on. i wondered
0: if someone yeah. was gonna take that oh, that's a good one. I just,
4: First of all i just love that movie like it's i thought great. it was such a good remake yeah mm-hmm. um but that opening scene and again for me a lot of my theme of, of my picks was you know everything's good and chill and cute and lovey and then all of a sudden the crap hits the fan um and i guess i just must love something about that because all my picks <laughs> are that way um but yeah it's- like it
2: this ah, is the 2004
0: Zack Snyder one, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yep. Yeah.
4: And it just, I don't know. he I just think he did such a good job of painting a picture of probably what an apocalypse or whatever, a zombie apocalypse would would almost be like. Like, I think it it probably would be that way. You'd wake up the next day and, oh, this is happening? Yeah. Um, World's over. Right. And then, uh, I'm terrible with actresses' names, but I think she did a really good job even acting on, uh, you know, what that would look like. I like, it was so believable. Yeah. Um, well, that it made you feel it. Yeah.
3: Right? Well, you felt for her and her husband, right? Even though the screen time of her and her husband is so short. Yeah. Like they, they. Yeah. I don't know. They just seem to communicate a lot in a very short time, and I think that's mm-hmm. a very, um, that's a very powerful skill to have as a filmmaker. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Anyway. For sure. Oh, uh, that. So, I don't know low
4: hanging fruit or not? Is I mean, no that like that
3: remake been. is so good. Mm-hmm. No,
1: I think this is one of the best remakes like ever.
4: Yeah,
2: agreed. I love that it's not
1: trying to mimic Romero's movie at all. It's just kind of its its own thing and plays by its own rules. And I love Mm
0: that. Yeah, I remember the Mm -hmm. first time I saw that was 2012. And it was just free on, like, or it was just going to play on some channel late at night. And I just threw it on. I was like, oh, I kind of can't sleep. I'll just throw something on. I'm just hanging out. And really didn't have any expectations. I was like, oh, it's a zombie movie, whatever. And I was yeah. blown away, like yeah. from that opening scene, yeah. and it yep. carries that tone for the rest of the movie. It does. It's good. Dude, so. the way they,
3: they pan out mm-hmm. towards the end of the opening scene is so powerful. Yep. Yep. It was such uh, a looking great over choice. the uh, the neighborhood. Yep. yep. And then over yeah. the city, and then the <laughs> the crash that happens at the gas station. And oh yeah. Just yeah. I thought that was such a great call mm, i mean man. talk about communicating a lot in a short time yeah like it's like everything that's happening right here in this little section of this neighborhood's happening everywhere and you kind of got to see the the evidence of it i thought that was brilliant yeah.
0: well mr jay you you mentioned earlier with when a stranger calls how that opening could almost be a short film i kind of feel yeah. the same way about dawn of the dead 2004 I, like I, the ending of the short film could be that yes. wide pan of the world ending because before that there's just little you know radios at the hospital of like weird outbreaks of some sort mm-hmm. and then yeah. that being the reveal i think would be awesome and then she drives into town and it's yeah. over so yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah i i agree no i'm glad they didn't do a short yeah film. i'm glad we the got the rest movie of the movie
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, so.
3: the rest of the movie was definitely set up well from the opening but yeah powerful opening could it could have definitely been a short film or even just something if if yeah. that's what they filmed for the investors to kind of get Right. The kind of like, hey, we're, 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 yeah, we're trying. Like, (laughs) I think the investors would be like, yeah, where do we sign, man? That's powerful. (laughs) If we're going to do more of this, if we're going to do more of what we just saw, yes, here's some money.
0: Love it. All right. Zach, what's your number two, buddy? Ooh, is it my turn? It is your turn.
1: Okay. So, this is the one I think everyone's going to say, but, but I feel like it's kind of a wild card. So, I'm just going to go for it. Uh, ghost ship yep yeah. that's the one okay nice
0: that's actually
2: that's the not the
1: says.
0: one that i thought everybody Ooh. was gonna take yeah oh, I, I feel so good, so good is, that that's right? the one
3: that's the one zach you read my mind baby. that that movie Fantastic. was the
0: one that sparked this idea though for this draft oh
3: it's oh nice <laughs> yeah okay.
0: because i kept seeing uh a meme on like instagram that said best horror opening don't nope. even debate yeah. it go ship yeah. and i was like nope. we should do a, a draft pick where everybody's picking their favorite horror openings yeah yeah but that's not that's not the one i thought that you were gonna take honestly
3: no i'm not gonna say these are all my favorites they're just great killer openings
0: yeah. oh yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah
3: that's my thing but yeah i i posted in two horror groups like what are some of your favorite <laughs> openings and it is was non-stop yeah. go ship Go, yep. ship, go ship go <laughs> ship go ship go ship i'm like guys it's pretty like things, just good. just say a different one for like, a, <laughs> like 170 people saying go so, ship
2: that's <laughs> another
4: that's, one where everything's good and chill like they're dancing having a good yeah. time
3: yeah and it's like
4: we you know what happens everybody's faces are cut off yeah
1: it's wow. so crazy i've seen that movie probably five times throughout my life and like I couldn't tell you anything else about the movie except for that opening scene. Uh, Same. I'm even
4: sitting here going, What's the rest of the movie about? And I'm like,
1: I (laughs) I have no idea.
0: But that opening scene. (laughs) So, if Zach's going to take that low hanging fruit, should I take the other one that everyone usually brings up? Do
1: it. Do it.
0: This is so difficult. Like, do I want this one on my list just because it's iconic or do I want to save my spot for something else? Oh. this is the tricky part with these it's like do you take something just so it's there or do you just keep going with your own picks it's got to show up on one of our lists so i guess it's, i'll uh, yeah i guess i guess i'll take it i'm
1: gonna lose my mind if it's not the one i'm thinking
0: oh. i'm gonna <laughs> take scream oh yeah, uh, yeah that's no, it yeah yeah yep. yeah, yeah, no. yeah i it's it has... not on my list but it's a good one it has to be on the list. I feel like uh, yeah. Ghost Ship is the cult one that gets referenced the yeah. most, Yeah. but Scream, when it comes to anyone that's into horror, everyone knows yes. this opening. Yes. Um, and I remember being a little kid myself and my sister or something was watching this and I walked in uh, during this scene and watched it and could take it all the way up until I heard Ghostface say you're calling through the chair, through the window. Then I ran out of the room because I was so scared, <laughs> but then came back and then saw the the hooded figure running through the hallway real quick in that real quick, like yep. quick shot. Um, yeah. It's a classic. It's uh, I feel like it terrified people from prank phone calls for years. Yeah. So. I felt like it was
3: such an interesting parallel yeah. to when a stranger calls mm-hmm. such a, such a similar format, except of course, the rest of the movie tended to live up and they lived up to the opening. Yep. And it's such a, I don't know, man. I just think Wes Craven is such a. Uh, hey, he's one of the like, best. He like is that the fact that he reinvented or invigorated, I don't really know what word would be. But he did it at least like four times. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, last house on the left. Oh, oh. And then Nightmare on Elm Street. What? And then, right when you think that can't get any like better, or maybe that's it, hey, that's cool. I, I mean, if you can do one of those, that's beautiful. And then he does scream, and you're like, "What in the? Yeah, oh,
4: he he did it again." And still ballsy yeah. to kill off Drew Barrymore in the beginning of the movie when we all thought she was going to be like the star mm-hmm. of the movie, right?
3: which was like, the whole point, right? Right, so yeah, exactly. Brilliant, brilliant to hit us that. to hit us that hard in the beginning. Which yeah. Of course, he always said, "If you hit the audience." Really hard yep. at the beginning, then you never really have to hit him that hard again till the end. If if you want to, That's true. and he showed it because dang, that opening was a hard hit. Yep, and the finale, like one of the best endings to a movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, one of the best oh, yeah. reveals too uh, yes. of a killer in yes. in the horror genre. And Mr. J, you mentioned this uh, way back when when we interviewed the people from Scream, the fan favorite. Yeah. You know, '90s horror was kind of questionable in terms of quality uh there's a lot of people that really like it including myself but i know that that's a yeah. decade of horror that people for a long time look back as like a really weak decade in horror because we were so burned out on all the 80s stuff but everyone agrees i think that scream came along and really breathed some life back into it yeah so you definitely got to respect oh, yeah. uh craven for for doing that and kind of Kind of revived. I know everyone says, well, it revived the slasher genre. It kind of revived the horror genre in general yes, to me.
1: The nineties were struggling a little bit. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: So and end of the a,
1: 80s to, to you know mid-90s, it was it was a rough 10 years there.
3: Yeah. That was one of the movies that everybody at school was talking about it. Yeah.
0: And oh,
3: I can yeah. only imagine across the country, across the world, like that was the conversation. You gotta go see this movie. Go see it quick. I don't want people to ruin it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, this this VHS was never available at the video store. No. I remember that. That's a good, so, that's a good point, Zach.
0: Yeah, awesome. Well, Mister J, uh, I think we've taken out all of the low-hanging fruit, so I'm interested no. to see where we go from here. Uh,
1: have we more not Or low-hanging fruit? Okay. Yeah, I still have a couple. All
0: right. Yeah. Well, Mister J, are you taking something low-hanging or something that's you got to climb the tree for? What are you going with for oh, number three?
3: I think. I think I'm gonna go low hanging on this one. <laughs> Eight weeks later. Oh,
0: nice. It's on my list. Twenty-eight weeks later? <laughs> okay, yes, you can sir. Twenty-eight all weeks right,
3: later. All right. Yeah. Specific now. twenty-eight days later is wonderful. And I think we all just say thank you that they're working on a third one now officially. Yeah, I think didn't they yeah. say Cillian Murphy's directing?
1: No, nice he's producing, but producing.
3: I, I I hope he's in it.
2: I hope yeah, he's right? in it too. <laughs> he But be in and, it.
3: but the fact that he's producing makes me very happy cuz Yeah. Man, he's got skin in the game and that first one just was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Faves. I mean just an incredible movie and the opening of 28 day or 20 weeks was just that opening was great.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. I think it's one of like the best zombie scenario scenes ever yes. in a movie
2: yeah yes sure.
3: yeah love it the fact that i mean i think most of us truly didn't even know it was light outside until like yeah, yeah that's true the crap hit yep. the fan and we're like oh thought it was nighttime like that <laughs> yeah, was yeah. such a simple thing because really it doesn't matter if it's darker you know it's nighttime or daytime but the fact that like it felt like collectively everybody had this like oh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, like they're that boarded up and the, well, uh, oh, wow,
1: and such a dark like character moment too, like that kind of sets the tone for how you you know feel about the character and
3: absolutely. And what do you do?
1: Yeah,
2: and you
3: <laughs> save this person. Like, if it was me and my wife, I would want her to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. like, dude, like you can't save me at this point. Like right. don't 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 die with me. Don't come like go go
0: go go run run.
1: run. That's when the zombie so, genre shines the like... most. Yeah, it's like yeah. those hu- human moments where like yeah have to that, like, make, like, that like impossible like, stories. Yeah, yes, yeah.
2: Totally.
0: Yeah, the so early two thousands again breathed some life back into that genre as well. Zombies were everywhere for a while. Truth.
3: Yeah, totally. And of course people have the big debate It's not zombies they're infected you know
2: oh there's zombies
3: there's zombies I get that <laughs> I get that you know but yeah. um, but it's still like you said it injected life into it even into a lively debate yep. yeah
0: yeah and then we got great ones like house of the dead you know <laughs>
3: i'm so confused
0: <laughs>
3: i saw that one i was just like what in the like in- interesting like creature design for the villain like that was a cool
0: like you were can you like, just
3: put him in another movie
0: yeah you were like *Resident evil 28 days later all right and then house of the dead oh oh, <laughs> oh. that is a guilty pleasure movie of mine Good. it is it is a terrible terrible movie but it is very Listen, entertaining.
3: There you go. If you
0: like it. Oh, it's like it, Terrible. Yeah. yeah it's, it's awful go for it. Uh not By the way, I, real... should, I
3: think that should be his his next pick is the <laughs> <Yes>. opening <to laughs> not, of the day. Not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Great job, Kevin.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: Mrs. J, what is
4: your next yeah. pick? So, I'm a, I, again, I'm kind of torn, but I just for the sake of doing this, I kind of want to go out on a limb here in keeping with the tree reference. Um, and I want to say Rob Zombie's Halloween. Now, actually, one and two were really good. But why I'm picking Rob Zombie's Halloween, not just because I mean, he's kind of my favorite and his movies are kind of my favorite. But anyway, <laughs> movies, plural favorite. Um, but I think to me, he really set the tone for the movie. And that opening scene is just, it's so gross, right? Like that stepdad or whatever so her boyfriend, whatever you yeah. want to call him yeah it just it just paints this such an ugly picture of how this family lives but it helps you kind of just immediately see where Michael Myers is coming from like as far as you know how he develops into who he is um and so I just love it for that even though like the whole scene is just kind of hard to watch and like and you're like because sometimes in the back of my head I'm like Rob Zombie is so good at making things real and so I'm watching it going, God, there are families out there that like probably live like this and yell at each other like this. And and so in the way that was kind of sad, but he's so good at like just showing real life basically. And and he doesn't sugarcoat things. And so I don't, don't know. know why I just yeah, I just think
3: it's good. Yeah. That's a good Honest. point. It's like eight to ten minutes of just solid dysfunctional yeah. awful. You're like, when's this gonna be over? Yeah, you're like this <laughs> gee, I need a
4: shout. I need to see
3: somebody stab I, somebody. I, I need to hug somebody. <laughs>
2: like,
0: and the craziest the craziest part about that is that the stepfather, Randy played by William Forsyth. So William good. Forsyth could not be he's a nicer so human being. <laughs> I know. Oh, he's such a good actor. Yeah. He's like, a, he is a good he did, actor. He, he plays a such a terrible human being in Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yep. And he's even kind yeah. of questionable in Devil's Reject. Oh, yeah. Sure. Again, just the nicest, most humble yep. guy.
3: Oh, yeah. He knows how to get it done as far as acting. Because mm-hmm. you sit there like, I am really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: The thing I think is funny about people not liking Rob Zombie's Halloween is that I because like what you said Mrs. J how realistic it is is that I think people don't want to believe that that could be a real person that exactly. becomes that mm-hmm. like Michael Myers you know like that that legendary character like that could actually be a human being doing that to yeah. people
4: <laughs> and then he you know he's so good at you know depicting real life and, and yeah. then, then it's like even scarier because you're like dang there
2: are yeah. human beings I and really I, like this
4: there
0: are we I've been saying this recently I'm I didn't used to be because I really didn't like it when I first saw it I'm actually kind of an advocate now for Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 uh as much as I like his first one
2: mm-hmm. we it give so
0: we give Halloween 2018 a lot of credit for showing the aftermath of of uh Lori and the trauma that she goes through but Rob Zombie got there first with Rob yeah. Zombie's yeah. Halloween 2 yep. and I know I know he's not happy with that one because of studio involvement but like it's so good and it's so Mm -hmm. different from the rest of the series that uh, i can't help but appreciate it
4: and the opening of that one's really good because the whole time you're kind of like what is going on and then you realize that's a freaking dream but then it's a dream based in reality too so it i don't know it's just really good i don't think that for that reason but but it's just like trauma
3: informed dream yeah but yeah i i will go on record as like i i mean they're both great but i've always liked two better but typically whenever rob zombie goes a little weird i get real happy
2: yeah and yeah so all works. those
3: cutscenes and all those like weird dreaminess and i'm like yup more of that
0: please baby
3: please
4: Just watch them back to back it's good
0: i was actually having a conversation with someone the other day and i asked them the impossible question uh of which is your favorite between House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. And most often I, most often I, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Most often I hear Devil's Rejects, understandably so. It's an amazing, amazing movie. But I kind of like that more psychedelic approach of House of a Thousand Corpses, where it's just like Uh this guy had nothing to lose. Like the studio didn't want to put the movie out. So he just put all these weird shots of Bill Mosley, his wife and him like in their basement, just messing around. It has yeah. such a weird feel to it. Yeah. Whereas yes. Devil's Rejects is definitely the better made movie, like hands down. But Fair. there's I some feel thing. like it's night
3: and day. I feel yeah. like I feel like it's like apples and steak or something. Like it's they're both <laughs> like they're both great and none of them are even remotely the same. Like I I had never seen a director do something like that where you, you can't even call devil's a sequel it's like a follow-up because mm-hmm. it's almost like all right we're gonna switch to a parallel universe where this story has been happening and but in this universe like it's they're more real people whereas house of thousand corpses felt more cartoony and over the top and
2: mm-hmm. you know
3: like you said very psychedelic and so i i, don't, I mean i just I it's such a creative idea to give us a movie that didn't even feel like it was from the same universe as
0: the first and, one, and yet at the yet same it time follows the same story. Yeah, and yet at the same time, it is. Uh, you just yes, those are yes. that's a pairing of movies that you can't have one without the other.
2: No, they're so uh,
0: good. They're so, so good. I haven't yeah.
1: seen those in a long time. Man, I need to oh, read those, dude. Those. So good, magically <laughs>
0: delicious. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, we didn't spoil what might be on. Uh, somebody's list because both of those have really good openings <laughs> true uh yeah. so zach what's your number three buddy
1: okay i think this might be low-hanging fruit i'm a little
0: concerned <laughs> we're just picking the tree clean okay yeah. um <laughs> i'm gonna go with the ring
2: nice the american
0: one
1: yeah yes yeah yeah yeah
3: great call dude
0: that was on my list yep thank you yeah we just did an episode on that uh in like november of last year Um, yeah that movie still that movie still holds up
1: beautifully i watched it right after i listened to that episode and it totally holds up and nice yeah i think it's one of the best horror movies ever made
0: yep
4: i really do amazing yeah it's a good one for sure so i saw that one in the
3: theater like three times Ah. which is not you know (laughs) that, that that's not something i always did so i guess that's important to say yeah um yeah, I loved it.
0: I had uh tickets to see uh the ring too alongside my sister and Jason and some other people, including my friend my own friend. And I chickened out right before the movie started and made my parents come <laughs> get me. <laughs> and my Boy. friend stayed with Jason and uh and my sister to watch the movie and came back and told me how great it was.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's <laughs> awesome. So all right, uh so we're back to me uh I don't feel like this is low hanging fruit, but it might be if you're me, because this is very on brand if you're me, but maybe not the one that you're thinking, because I'm going to go with the opening of a remake and I'm going to pick this one because I had almost like levels of anxiety going into seeing this remake Mm. because of how impactful the original was. Everybody knows that... 1990s it is my all-time favorite yeah but i was scared going into that remake and the second i saw this opening in the 2017 remake with georgie all of my worries went out the window with this opening scene oh yeah so i'm going with it 2017 that georgie scene is amazing
4: it is i agree
0: Uh, and i'm with you like
4: because you know you go in there with trepidation you're like okay yeah you
2: know
4: like and you made what is already a masterpiece right like so yeah i and i had the same feelings of like oh that opening was good this is gonna be all right
0: yep and as soon as it cuts to it in the sewer drain after georgie dies i'm just like this movie's gonna be amazing i am in on this now
4: i almost put it on my list but i knew you would
0: yeah. It, like I said, it's on brand for me to pick because yeah. I have a tattoo for Pennywise. Sure. So, right. But like I almost it, this one, like I literally was like welling up in the theaters after seeing this scene and I saw it in the teasers and stuff. But seeing it in full effect, I think yeah. because people knew the TV version uh, version and, you know, we're like they can't show anything because it's a TV movie. And then you get to this one and they're just going to lay it out on the table. Like (laughs) they're going to throw down the gauntlet and they're going to show you his arm ripped off and they're going to show you him dragged into the sewer and Bill Skarsgård, like just bringing those acting chops as Pennywise. Uh He's the only person that could replace Tim Curry. So yeah, Yeah. I don't think any of us,
3: well, I don't want to speak for everybody. I don't think a lot of us expected it to be as great as it was when we first heard it's being remade (laughs) I mean
2: nostalgia
3: is a really hard thing to compete with Mm -hmm. Um, but man that remake was so solid now Kev from an artistic standpoint cinematic standpoint from a movie making standpoint whatever would you would you put the remake opening above the original opening i'm not talking about where your loyalty lies just (laughs) you know or would you put the original over it or do you think it's like no this is a solid tie like this is a this was a great and different thing
0: no if i'm being honest and i was actually thinking about this before i said it um i i mean throwing it out there this is no secret i'm a huge fan of all three of the it movies yes uh and i could watch any of those any day and be 100% happy. Same. i think they're all fantastic. Same. um and yes, that includes it chapter 2 for those listening. i know a lot of people were down on sure. that one. i loved it. i thought it was phenomenal. oh, i
1: i loved it. yeah. i was
0: welling up at the end. i think it's a great movie. yeah. but honestly, from a technical standpoint and a staging standpoint, i do think that as much as my loyalty lies more so with tim curry's version i do think that that opening scene in the 2017 version is a better scene
3: well that's powerful mm-hmm. man Yeah, and i think they earned like wherever you wherever you land on it for you know out there you know listening in podcast land i think it, i think our, like, a powerful argument can be made that they did really step up
0: yep well, oh, I think yeah. I think it had to be that scene that set the tone for the movie because that's the one everybody thinks of with with it. Yeah, you
1: yeah, know, but that's starting... the, They're going to either lose the audience or you know totally win them over.
0: Yeah. yeah, and they did a great job. And from I mean, from that moment on, literally it was like a weight off my shoulders. I'm like I've been hearing about this remake for a, a year plus, and now it's here, and like all my worries gone, and I'm on for the ride, and I love it. So, yeah. All right, we're back to Mr. J. We've all got two picks left, so pressure's on. Pressure's on. (laughs) I'm looking right at my list. I feel like I
3: could go a little easier. I could go a little darker. Let's go dark. (laughs) Sinister. Mm -hmm. No. The opening to Sinister is just... It's nearly otherworldly.
0: Yeah, this opening is, like, upsetting. Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Very upsetting. And the fact that it's
0: uh,
3: referenced later in the movie, even, and expounded upon later, is just a very interesting, I think, storytelling device.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like we would, as a horror community... Because I feel like Sinister is such an underappreciated movie, and I... I feel like that's a result of the sequel not being as well received and also with Sinister being like a Blumhouse movie, which is either a good or a bad thing for people. Sure. Do you feel like if there wasn't a sequel, we would hold that in higher regard as I think we should?
3: I don't know. I kind of feel like Sinister was a uh, impacted. We'll say that. Sinister was impacted by the... Uh, environment it was released into because we had the conjuring and insidious yeah like was it the same month or something like it felt it felt very quick and they're not in the same month again i'm on i'm on a few painkillers right now not recreationally
0: yeah i I think out there i think they were all diagnosed
3: with something i've got diagnosed today i'm a little sick but i'm gonna get better
0: i Um, think they were all about a year apart because i think insidious was 2011 sinister was 2012 and then the conjuring was the next summer in 2013
3: Dang. well i was way off it felt to me it felt like they were all like together I well mean, they, still fe- enough, they still they yeah. still feel
1: like they do they're I, th- I feel like they're still regarded as all kind of lumped together as you know city like the even like the titles of them
3: you know
0: yeah, just yeah kind true of, yeah just a one word simple title Sister, conjuring
3: yeah mm-hmm. Insidious, or at least without conjuring but still yeah i'm with you on yeah. that i think i think that's part of it um ah, yeah i just i was very shaken or I, it's not even the right word sinister i sinister snuck up on me and yep just, i think i got it from a red box or something it, it was just like huh i haven't seen this yet and it it really it wildly exceeded my expectations and i just yeah it surprised me it really surprised me and it stuck with me and no, I, didn't I, was I was shaking in with the me. theater man yeah.
0: yeah yeah i feel like blumhouse again is really good at doing that at putting out movies you see the trailers for and you're like ah seems like another you know just ghost story or something and then you go see it and there's always more to every one of those movies that they put out
3: yeah and well, even hawk did a great job too with it yeah yeah he's a great actor yeah it almost felt like he was like us does that make sense like his character represent because he's watching these movies and we're watching these movies yeah and his reactions were kind of similar to like
1: because he has no idea what the hell he's about to see and like neither
3: neither do we (laughs) and you know that the the, like lawnmower comes out of nowhere and he's ah and we're all like whoa like
1: So we're <laughs> reacting to him, reacting to the thing, we're reacting to two different things. It's yes. Brilliant. I, th- yeah. it's I think so interesting.
0: Those tapes in the movie just feel like un- they feel real. unsettled. Yeah, they feel real. Yeah. yeah. Like they feel so real and authentic that it's actually upsetting whenever he's watching those. Those are the most uncomfortable parts of the movie. Yes. So yeah. They, I imagine they-
3: like filming them had to be very um. I don't know i don't know what to say because of course they they edited it in a very specific way they put filters on it to make it look a little more vhse and yeah or like eight millimeter or you know just just kind of degraded but still like they had to film all those things you know i just that's fascinating to me for all for all i know they were having a blast and they're like don't laugh don't laugh this is funny you know um but man it sure came off like this is this is really i I don't know if i want to watch that yep Dude, any
1: movie that has like some kind of film thing, like that people are watching, like with a projector or some kind of shit like that, any yeah. I, it scares the shit out of me every time.
0: Yep, yeah,
3: it's an effective medium for creepiness, totally.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. yeah, there we go. All right, Mrs. J, you're number four.
4: Um, well mr j
0: took one of mine oh how dare you mr j um, um
4: but so really then my list is only right yeah I only have one left um so i'm gonna say martyrs
2: oh, oh
3: that's wild so have we seen martyrs oh i have absolutely
0: <laughs> seen martyrs i've absolutely seen martyrs a few yeah. times
4: but again, a, like a family just chilling out, having a good breakfast, and
0: then, oh, bye-bye, you're dead. <laughs> I have absolutely not seen Martyrs, and Aww. I believe Mr. J was the Shucks. one that asked me if I had seen it and was uh, asking if I was prepared to see it.
3: Yeah, you need to, mm-hmm. like, it, is there... It's it's not an easy watch. No, like, it's not. not it's not one that you invite your friends over
0: and popcorn
3: and pizza, like, unless you want to, like, say <laughs> the friendship. Is you should there... uh
1: you should bake lasagna and watch it.
0: <laughs> is there only one, so, right? There's only one martyrs. That's fantastic. Well, huh? there's a remake. Okay. So what is this the original mm-hmm. one then that you're going with, Mrs. J? I, go
3: for it. You, you you say I, is it. I for you. What do you think? <laughs> I, well, I haven't
1: I haven't seen the remake. Is that what yeah. the question was?
3: I've seen both. Yeah. I mean, the original for me is like mm-hmm. this kid just running down the way, screaming. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? <laughs> where does she come from? Where did it like that's wild? Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I think the remake gets a lot of crap because it's not the original. Right. Like but, the original yeah. is just so. It, it, it's like someone trying to remake her hereditary or something now like (laughs) the one it's like as a a little soon yep um but that's a pretty powerful specific movie
4: yeah i mean i was going for the remake but i mean both are probably good but um yeah yeah, just because i don't know i guess (laughs) I must have a thing for <laughs> what i said already so i picked it because i was like oh man that is like an awful opening
0: <laughs> so we'll say I need to remake, check that out we'll say a remake but it's like the one two punch yeah.
4: yeah yeah exactly all right evan you I mean, and roy technically... should
0: watch martyrs and have me on we can talk about it roy no, also well. warned me about that movie actually so nice. that's going to be interesting okay. uh technically mrs j that could be your your fifth pick if you wanted it to be was the original uh, Martyrs
4: sure why not so. or I <laughs> didn't
0: have say Rob be... Zombies both of them Halloweens I mean, <laughs> <ooh>. <laughs> yep. we'll give you some time to think about it we'll circle back to it Uh alright Zach you're number 4
1: okay Um I'm surprised nobody said this I, uh, I'm going to throw it out there Scream 2
0: alright I wondered if there would be any sequels on here from that yeah. series because that's like the whole thing about the that series is the openings
1: yeah this opening scared the shit out of me, because because the series was already kind of meta anyway, and then you see like them going into a theater, and you're in a theater, and you're like, oh shit, this is like actually a possible thing, you know? Why so, why is that fun? Why are you laughing? at Unfortunately,
0: me, Kevin? this uh opening of Scream Two, I saw the is it
1: ruined for you by Scary Movie? Yes, I saw story? the Scary Movie version
0: first. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! I saw that before the actual opening. <laughs>
3: <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that yep <laughs> i have not watched a lot of the scary movies
0: no uh, i mean after three you don't really need to but they're also i mean yeah they're i mean they're parody movies <laughs> but they're they're actually like decent watches compared to all the other parody movies that came out
2: all right yeah
0: so <laughs> anyway sorry zach
1: that's all right but yeah um <laughs> I think that I think it's a killer opening. Just the concept of being in the theater and you know, you can't identify the killer and nobody cares. Like that freaked me out. Like that, that whole mob mentality. Point. Like at yes. that age when I saw it, I was like, oh man, there's a situation where like you could be all alone and nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just throwing yeah.
3: popcorn at you and yeah. stuff. Dude, yeah, her. You know, say what you want about yeah. her, whatever. But like, yeah, <laughs> the the way she played that.
2: Mm -hmm. It was
3: like she was disappointed in everybody, but, but like in disbelief at the same time. And like you said, like, it's just, there's something about like, you need help. You desperately need help. And you have like, at least a room full of people, let's say that like, maybe, maybe they can't fix anything, but like, Hey, at least like come to my aid and nobody's doing anything but throwing popcorn at you or doing whatever man what a even just social commentary on how we treat people yeah i mean look at instagram social media whatever people are doing stuff that's just like this this person's clearly damaged or they're really like wow and you're just like throwing just nonsense at them and being mean and
1: that's the thing yeah i saw this when i was nine this came out and i was like even at that age i was like man what a disappointingly like realistic scenario this is
0: yeah
1: like this seems like this is exactly what would happen
3: yeah that's a great Zach. i wouldn't have picked that one that's like (laughs) cool man thank you for sharing that
0: hey absolutely me and my brother were actually having uh, having a conversation like two days ago where we were actually ranking the Scream movies from our our favorite to least favorite, and we we had some thoughts on Scream too. <laughs> so it, it's
1: my it's my favorite one in the series, actually.
0: Okay, spicy take. It's a good, that's a good <laughs> choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so now we're down to my number four. I am at like a three way crossroads right now uh, between Uh-oh. several uh, picks, and I'm trying to decide which one was the most uh, effective for me. I think I got to go with uh, one that is definitely a favorite horror movie of mine that we've talked about on the show. We did an episode on it last summer. Uh, I got to throw some love to Mr. Sam Raimi and I'm going to go with the opening of drag me to hell.
2: Wow.
1: Very nice.
0: Yeah. That opening scene. (laughs) Uh, again, just sets the tone for like. And then what's weird about the movie is that it's uh, some of it is almost played for humor as Sam Raimi, you know, wants yeah, to do yeah. all the time. Tends to be his way, But there man. is nothing funny about that opening scene. It is just terrifying. Oh, I agree. And when one of you said something about the floor opening up for, for Jaws, <laughs> that's where my mind went. Was drag me to hell. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, that was um, a powerful opening scene for
2: sure
0: yeah again and honestly uh mr j i don't even know if i've ever told you this when i saw drag me to hell i only knew sam raimi as the spider-man guy oh my
3: god so wow. yeah i no, had that makes no sense
0: i had no like uh like pre-thoughts about like what evil dead was or what the tone that he goes for is so drag me to hell was my first experience seeing like a movie with him where i'm supposed to i'm looking at it and i'm like am i supposed to laugh at this or am i supposed to be terrified yeah and then i went backwards <laughs> and saw evil dead man yeah i think oh, you have yeah. such a
3: powerful perspective because you you have kind of come about all these movies come across all of them and exposed them in a very different way than a lot of us have and you represent a lot of people out there that probably are the exact same as you where spider-man like when they see sam raimi they think spider-man and now the rest of us um i'm not saying like there's only two groups there's not but i mean i grew up on evil Dead. i grew up on that stuff i remember all these things and when i heard sam raimi was directing spider-man i was like what (laughs) (laughs) like this is gonna be i mean he can do whatever he wants that's awesome like he's gonna do great but i was i was definitely like a little thrown by it and i mean i was interested very intrigued but yeah when he when he did that movie i was very happy to see him kind of return to horror a little bit
0: yeah and i so this is
1: weird oh sorry kevin
0: oh uh i was just gonna say zach real quick uh when i first saw i mentioned this before on the show way way back when we talked about the retro or the whole series of evil Dead as a whole um, I hated the Evil Dead the first time I saw it. I thought they Whoa. were absolutely terrible. And, but oh, I had all seen Drag Me to Hell. No, not all of them because I only oh. saw one and two at the time. But oh, uh, okay. it was the that remake. Man, I only watched. That. Yeah, the <laughs> remake was coming out, so I was like, "Well, I got to see the originals." And Drag Me to Hell, I feel like, is almost more accessible than sure. than the Evil Dead because they're so cheeky yeah. and low budget. Yeah. And yeah. That if you're totally. someone who is like new to the way Sam Raimi does horror, I feel like Drag Me to Hell is almost like a more digestible piece of his than The Evil Dead. Where if you're going back now, forty-three years later, <laughs> you know, like you might be caught off guard by the the cheekiness of The Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two, but now they're some of my favorites. So yeah,
2: all is wh- all is right with the world. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Zach, what were you gonna say?
1: Oh, um, oh, Mr. J, I was gonna say it's funny because I was also a dark man kid. Oh, so, yes. yes, so it, it like kind of made sense that he was gonna do Spider Man, but also, it was, like, I, I also loved uh, Evil Dead 2. <laughs> so yeah, like... but Dark Man
3: was so, I mean, golly, this sounds so cliche, but it was, it was, it was dark man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, like, like, I grew up on Darkman
3: as well, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. just love that movie, like. I mean that opening scene for Darkman is oh, oh yeah. I don't Leave like
0: thinking dream. about it. Yep. Yeah. All right, so now we are down to everybody's last pick. So, Mister J, final bit of pressure for you. What is your last pick? Oh, <laughs>
3: I've got a few. I've got a few. <laughs>
0: You do get honorable mentions if
2: the. helps. Do I get an honorable mention? Okay. Yes. <laughs>
3: Thank you. All right. I'm going to go with a mainstream one that I thought hit real well. And just the whole opening oh, no. was so solid. What? Oh, here we go, Zach. You ready?
1: I'm hoping it's not mine because you said mainstream. I'm like, oh shit. It's mainstream. Okay. Okay. All right. The first letter
3: J. Is yours J?
1: No, it's not. Right. Okay, we're fine. Right, continue. We're fine. Continue.
3: I figured this one might be one that people don't think about, but I remember at the time, it was such a solid opening. It was such a solid opening, and you really didn't know what was, you were in store for even after the opening. And So it kind of went on and did some different things, but the opening was woo, Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Yeah, man. Awesome pick. That was such a That Yeah, I remember that one being so powerful that whether you liked the movie or didn't, you liked the opening.
2: Yeah. There
3: there was a lot of people who were like, I don't know what to do with the rest of the movie. I don't know. But that opening, though.
0: I have had some downtime recently, and I have rewatched both Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2. Yeah. And yes, the first one is... Very, very terrifying at the beginning. Yeah. Um, honestly, as well. Uh I do really like Jeepers Creepers 2 as well. I know everybody shits yeah. on it, but no, I, I don't mind it. Yeah. I really like Jeepers Creepers too. After that, I kinda dropped sure. off with the series, but like those first two are such yeah. a a good companion piece to each other. Um yeah. but that first one is again like absolutely terrifying. We've all been yeah. in that scenario, mm-hmm. right? With a with something riding your tail on the road.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I've actually sat in one of the screen used trucks from that first movie at a con, and uh, the guy that owns the truck was dressed up as the creeper.
3: That's fantastic.
0: And it does the horn, guys. It does the horn. That's so (laughs) crazy. That horn is so wild. Oh oh, yeah, uh, uh, it actually does that. It's terrifying.
3: And dude, that whole like Sistine Chapel of human bodies, and oh yeah. Like yeah, stuck up on the petrified. walls, like some
0: psycho version of the Sistine Chapel. Yeah,
3: well what? said. Like, yeah, it just—they were like petrified. Like it was just—it was very. I thought it was pretty fresh, kind of thing.
0: That is also, so, yeah, but it I've also been...
1: feels like such a like a '70s grindhouse type of movie. Yeah, like also at, yes, Last House but... on the Left or something or hills have eyes or
0: and it's gonna look even more like that because it's you know now 23 years later oh it's 23 years later guys
2: uh-oh
0: Uh oh.
1: wait what was that what's every
0: 23rd spring for 23 days it gets to eat
1: oh i thought it was 27
0: nope 23 27, oh, 27 is it <laughs> that's right nope 23 man
1: Oh, I totally forgot
0: so, about that. So, uh, hunker down uh, this spring, everybody.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's going to show up on Zach's doorsteps. It's asking, like, what are you doing here? I got four more years. Leave. Come back.
0: Uh, no no creeper <laughs> solicitation.
1: Hey, go away. Three and four sucked.
0: Yeah. By the way. Yeah.
3: <laughs> while you're here.
0: He might leave just for that reason.
3: I <laughs> will probably agree with you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just like yeah, it. I yeah, you're right. You're right. I saw three was not big on it. I have not seen uh, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. I picked up a DVD copy of it, but I haven't seen it yet.
3: Yeah, yeah. I've heard nothing but bad things. I haven't watched it yet, but
0: yeah, I don't have Ugh. high expectations for it. But again, though those first two, I those were very formative uh, movies sure. for me because I saw them really early on. I actually saw two before I saw one, and two was a little bit more cheeky. You know, the creepers kind of kind of again kind of funny in the way he's acting
3: but that first one he's not no well you know they kind of established everything in the first one and so they they can't really do that in the second one they got to kind of pick up from there but Mm -hmm. which i think a lot of horror franchises that's kind of why people don't love the sequels as much because you know you're kind of spending half of the first one going what in the world's going on whereas in the second one you're like we already know what's going on so you know it just someone doesn't have that same magic, you know. But you know, kind of like with uh it, chapter two. I think people love the the kids and the fact that the kids were only in it yeah. half the time. People are like, it wasn't as good as the first one. It's like, well, was it not as good or that just didn't have just just the kids?
1: Well, that you yeah. That's and in Jeepers people... too. You... Oh, sorry, Kevin. No, go ahead, buddy. I was just saying Jeepers too. You like you have that cast in pretty much that school bus for what like eighty percent of the movie. Yep, yeah, pretty, pretty isolated. And you don't really like that cast very much, so no, no they're not
0: likable people at all. Being
1: in that confined space with them isn't really as entertaining. As, you know. No,
0: yeah, yeah. and uh, any movie Dairy that has sister. Yeah, every any movie that has not enough Justin Long in it is devastating. <laughs> yeah,
3: because I. But any movie that has Justin Long yeah, in it is he's perfect. Gonna yeah,
2: die.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's very
3: unless that's it's very a true,
0: actually, unless, yeah. or he'll get turned into a walrus if it's tusk.
3: Yep. Yeah, it's like something bad's gonna happen yeah. to poor Justin Long. I've never thought about guy.
0: that. I'm yep. even watching uh I started watching the Goosebump series, the new one on Disney uh Plus the other week, oh. and he, stuff's even happening to him there. No spoilers. Poor points. Justin Long. Gosh. Poor Justin Long. No wonder he went away and started his own <laughs> college and accepted. <laughs> yeah, that's an underrated comedy. Yeah, I just gonna. watched something with him
4: in it, and I feel we like did. This is a, I, don't know, I can't remember what it was. It's it was, great. Uh, it I
3: was, was on it was the holiday movie on Sh- Shutter.
2: No, oh, uh, I I thought we
3: oh, oh, it's a wonderful knife. It was a wonderful knife. He was in that. That was great. Yeah, but we yeah. did see him in like it was like a Hallmark parody movie.
4: It was really weird, but he played good. a character you would have never imagined. Wasn't like, he? Yeah, also, he played was like. Throwing me off the whole time. Yeah, was he it? played so like weird.
3: the like hot guy <laughs> love interest. Yeah, in lumberjack. lumberjack. and it was great.
0: It, it was. was. It was. It was good. But he's always played such goofy characters. Wasn't he also in Barbarian? Yes, yes, and that was great. Yeah, I've not seen it yet, but I heard that that was actually a surprising oh, performance of his oh for a gosh, lot of people because he wasn't oh, as you, funny.
3: You haven't
1: seen
0: Barbarian, Kevin? No, it's it so came and went weird. from the theater so quick, man. Yeah. Like, so I just love that you guys have been talking so much that I've finally, finally
2: <laughs> I've picked that <laughs> final one. Yeah, it's on right. HBO like, Max. Keep talking, well, guys. yeah. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry.
0: All right. Well, it was meant to be. So, Mrs. J, what's number five for you?
4: So this might be a curveball,
0: but oh. I love this guy's movies. I pretty much love
4: all of them. I'm like, keep making movies, please. He's fairly new on the scene. Um, but the movie, nope. Oh, mm. oh, that
3: was a good opening
4: scene. And it just leaves you going, What the heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I That's love. It's a great
0: pick yeah yeah you're
3: welcome
4: and a sad, sad, opening. Opening. <laughs> and sad like just so many things yeah
0: yeah that opening and, scene is very disturbing Yeah. yeah yeah great sort job of. Jordan Peele, please stick around in the genre. We need you. You are doing stuff that is so unique that no one else will ever do. (laughs) Like definitely up there, one of my favorites. And while while I do think Nope, I think is the weakest of the three. I agree. He is he's so good at making these unique stories for the genre. Us remains one of my favorites. Yep.
3: I gotta say, I think Us is my favorite. Us is my favorite nope is my second favorite yeah it
4: was still good it was just
3: i don't know i felt like get out was solid but um yeah the other two i just i felt like i had seen get out before i felt like it was it was familiar whereas us was a little more fresh to me and nope was pretty fresh to me and again not that get out was so well done like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh if i if i had put that movie out shoot i'd be so proud (laughs) Like well, just in in the um, I don't know what word we'd use, but in in comparison to us and nope, I would if I wanted to watch a movie, which which one do I want to watch more, I'm probably gonna go towards us and nope.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think know. what helps Jordan Peel be so good at making horror movies is that He is very clearly a fan of the genre. Like he comes at it with Mm -hmm. a whole lot of love. Yes. Uh, And the little Easter eggs he puts in all of his Mm -hmm. movies towards other classics.
3: Oh gosh. Yes. Like
0: us is great at that as are the other two. Uh, It it helps to be a fan when you're working on these movies and you can tell that they're all passion projects of his. Dude.
3: Yeah. All the, all the shining references and us, Mm -hmm beautiful and i'll tell you man yeah. jordan peele got a lot of points from me not that he needs them but when people were like they were treating him like he was the best thing since sliced bread and like he's the first one to do horror with social commentary and he like very politely but he shut that down quick he's like listen yeah. like i mean and, and i mean they were just falling over him and, 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 and this interview and he's like listen I appreciate that but really horror has got a long legacy of social commentary and I just love that he didn't just go "Mm, you're welcome yeah yeah I accept (laughs) that like that just got so many points with me because Mm -hmm. I did I was getting frustrated that all these people were kind of like man the first smart horror film ever made it's like, no, it is not. Not even, not even close. No, not even close. And the fact that he said that, the fact that he yeah. was like, nope, not even, no, not the first, not even close to that. Like, yeah. The horror's got a long legacy. It's like, a, have smart, you seen Freddy's Dead? It's content. like, hello.
2: No, we have Zach. Zach's pick. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, dude, why are so you so good? I love Zach. And we're uh, <laughs> I love Zach. My, Mr. and Mrs. J, real quick before we jump to Zach's pick.
3: Yeah. I mean, Zach from... just had a pick.
0: Yeah. From my perspective, <laughs> I talked about this recently on some other episode. I feel like, for me, Freddy's Dead is one of the weakest entries in that franchise. What do you guys say about that?
3: I I I think it's the weakest. Who wants to speak on it first? You want to speak first me? Okay. I talk too dang much.
2: I I don't like it. it.
3: Um, (laughs) So I feel like, I mean, it's been said to death, but I feel like, the whole Nightmare on Elm Street franchise kind of went the way of Bugs Bunny. Oh,
1: and, yeah, totally.
3: And <laughs> so <laughs> if you're Absolutely. trying to compare, like, is Freddy's dead? Does it live up to the original? I think, again, I think it's like, well, I don't think it's trying to be the original. I think they're hamming it up. I think they're being silly. I think they're, I don't even think they're trying. To be anything close to the original i think i think the two you can compare is the original and wes craven's new nightmare like because those oh, yeah. seem like the most serious of the the catalog the most um yeah uh the continuity the, cl- the closest there. tone the closest yeah. tone well said zach well yeah. said so i just feel like freddie's dead's fun man it's popcorn horror yeah
0: Enjoy. It, it is a bit of it? a chore to get through for me, but it it is inter- it is very entertaining. But it I mean, is a bit of a Cooper's chore to get it. through. I mean, no, but Freddy... like what well,
1: Mister J saying, like it's like the leap from uh, the first Batman with Michael Keaton straight to Batman, Batman Robin. Returns. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, <Yep. laughs> Batman. Yeah, Robin. once once Freddie kills someone with a Nintendo Power Glove.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like this isn't. He's not trying to be overly serious the I did
0: like Here's the concept off. though of like all of. Um, uh what city is he in springwood
3: he's on elm street yeah,
0: yeah. springwood <laughs> slasher right is what they call him
1: I think, uh spring i think it's springwood
0: yeah i like oh, man. The of... major points here i know right well i don't watch that one a lot and it's been a hot minute since i've seen a lot of the nightmare films but uh yeah. i i really what? like the concept of springwood as a whole like as a town just kind of being stuck in a dream world Mm -hmm. um but yeah they do play up the cheese a little too much
3: oh yeah but they're doing it like straight up they're doing it
0: yeah we'll have to do like a ranking of the nightmare on elm street movies one of these days that'd be fun
1: oh i'm (laughs) I'm down yeah uh
0: all right zach uh what is your number five hopefully not Freddy's day (laughs)
1: um (laughs) (laughs) it's jason takes manhattan
0: um so i'm gonna see you being serious or not i did too i was like <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay bud you do you
1: um
3: about an underdog
1: i'm gonna see mrs j's nope, but i'm gonna raise her a Samar. oh that was name.
2: on my list too
4: that one and nope. like the whole time i'm sitting here i'm like which one am i gonna pick so
3: great job yeah. i like that i like that they're both represented ladies yes yep. yeah. yeah seriously
1: that's uh amazing. This is actually like one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. I, I've decided recently oh, upon okay. my like, it's either my third or fourth watch.
0: It's wild.
3: This
1: it's, it's so awesome. wild, man. But that opening.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is. Oh. This movie was one of the most like surreal, weird movie theater experiences I've ever had watching this thing. Yeah, because all I knew was probably what most people knew was, oh, guy that made Hereditary made another horror movie, sure, and he did not even come close to repeating himself. Like, oh. talk about a leap, man. He goes from, like, oh, clean,
4: uh, French ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I, this is, I don't know, this might be stupid, but I kind of laughed at a lot of
2: Midsommar.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just so absurd, it just kept making me chuckle at times, because I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> yeah. But it is a fantastic movie. I just, I don't know why, I just laughed a couple of times throughout it. Yeah. I think Hereditary is my favorite. That that movie that movie
0: stuck with me for like a whole I season. agree. Um, oh yeah,
1: that movie's crazy. Do so like
0: good mids good. do like Midsummer a lot, but I do think for me personally, Hereditary is the superior movie. Um but and then I actually have not seen his latest one, Bo is Afraid. Oh, we just That's wild. It. It's a wild man. Ride.
1: I tell you what, man, I love that movie so much. Really?
4: Yeah.
3: yeah. Beautiful
1: movie. Beautiful movie. It
4: really is, but like uh it's, it's it, like it's anxiety inducing oh yeah
1: bit. it's it's totally a horror movie like it, 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 yeah
4: it, but like in this like i don't know yeah. it's just strange because it's like real life almost like all these things that are happening to him i'm like yeah those are fears people have like this is crazy well it's, yeah, it's
2: definitely
3: it, its own thing which yeah, is it, great. yeah.
1: It, it feels like like forrest gump or something if it was a nightmare yeah. like he just goes from one nightmare scenario yeah. to another one like you just yeah. see him go from one
3: it's like five different little short movies
2: yes
4: right but
3: it's so good but without yeah. the like they still feels like there's continuity to it and I, yeah I, I couldn't help but just feel like it's so rich yeah so rich and deep but it's so weird and wild and i couldn't help but just wonder I'm like how did he get funding for this
2: yeah like <laughs>
3: how do you pitch this idea because you can't even like i mean seriously like, yeah. like zach you're like a storyteller like you, you can't even like say well here's what's going on this guy you're like you, know, you have to tell him the whole freaking movie because it's not
1: like yeah he dreamt all this up and like had to like explain it you know he had a script and you know had right. to tell the producer like what they have to make like set designs and shit and... Yes.
3: and like the closest to an idea of it is hey this guy's trying to get to a funeral that's the yeah. closest that's the base of it. it in in the Just the plainest, but if you go beyond that, then you're talking about like this group home or this, like uh, it's just. Kevin, you you gotta see this movie, man.
0: I do need to see this one. It's
3: so impressive.
0: It's long. Yeah, you're just like, how did he get funding? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he's one one of those ones that likes to make the movies longer as he gets more funding. If you watch it it. like
3: it's a horror movie
0: specifically,
1: I think you'll be terrified by it because I it's there's some of it really terrified me.
0: It's yeah. wild. <laughs> All right. So we're down to my last one. And I'm right once here. again stuck between two. There's one from a movie that I didn't like on my first watch, but then later came to appreciate, appreciate the more I watched it. And then there's one that was an incredibly effective opening that I loved right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? We've talked about this one less on the show than the other. Uh, so I'm gonna go with my with this one between the two and this is from a movie that just came out and uh, Mr. J you were talking about Sinister coming from a red box I saw this one in a red box and just found it randomly and watched it and was blown away by what I had just seen and Myself, Mister, and Missus J got to see this in a theater last uh, July or August. I'm gonna oh. go with the first Terrifier. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> that
0: opening scene with uh, the sister on the talk yes. show. Yeah. And the yeah. dressing room.
2: Oof. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Good pick.
0: Again, kind of, kind of it's one all that uh, is all. Yeah. That is also reminiscent of like a very 70s grindhouse, grimy movie. Uh, And it sets the tone (laughs) for what's to come for the rest of the movie. Um, Terrifier, I feel like we're witnessing it. Something that just came out is just spread through word of mouth in the horror community and just took the world by storm, especially Mm -hmm. when the sequel came out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Um, I felt
3: like it was going to be like our generation's evil dead. Yep. yeah. Like, it just feels so low budget in all the right ways. It feels like a love letter from somebody who loves horror. It's fresh, but not like crazy different. It's so soft, the iconic character. Yep. I mean, to, to create a horror icon on your first try. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's
1: so like fully realized and yes. You know, yep.
0: like, and uh, Zach, you and I at Horrorhound last year both both met David Howard Thornton. Just so a, good. Just, just an angel on this earth. Like literally
1: he's... the nicest man in the world.
0: <laughs> Aren't they always? And I feel <laughs> like everybody involved with Terrifier is yes. just the like they're all like the most lovely human beings ever. I just met Catherine yeah. Corcoran at Silver Scream Con last September. Yeah. Uh but even at Horror Hound, uh Zach, did you get to talk to Damien? Damien Oh Ray? yeah.
1: Yeah. I gave him oh, a copy so of my great. book,
0: actually. Right. It was like super interesting. Mr. Mrs. In, like... J, you guys have have met most of the Terrifier cast yeah. too, oh, right?
3: M- yep. I think all of them, yeah. Several times. Yeah. They're all incredible people. I remember, I think. We met them before we saw Terrifier. Oh no, way. Like,
2: yeah. Like,
3: cause we saw it what like Terrifier was on Netflix yes. for a while, mm-hmm. which was insane that like a movie like that could bypass any yeah. like barriers and be right there, like in your house. Like, like that was just an interesting thought. Like I just I felt like that was probably a probably very encouraging moment for other filmmakers yeah it's like dude like this is this is not some you know 18 times over filtered overproduced overdone like like this this isn't that and it is right here for anybody and everybody to just go hmm, what's this Uh and press play and so man like many we did and i'm like oh yeah wait no, I guess we did meet them after we watched it. Sorry. Okay. My timeline's a little
2: off. But yeah, good. we watched it good. early. And,
3: <laughs> watched it early, and I think I watched it without Miss J and was a little like, "Ah, uh, cuz I, I can be a bit of a production. I, I don't know what the word would be, but like I just Like a snob. Kind of, but like I don't want to be." Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not I, I just when, when the when the when the production values aren't there, it's like, "Oh, great." And I'm just watching this, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. And then <laughs> Art appears, yep. and I'm like, wait so, a minute,
0: there's something to it. Is yeah. it
3: possible that one single character has changed my opinion on the entire thing? Yep. And all of a sudden, I got it. I was like, oh, I get it now. Like I didn't before.
0: Like, yeah. When he, oh, oh no, gosh. it's totally
3: his performance. Is, is yeah. What it makes, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it's, the, it's like the weight of the movie's on his shoulders yeah but he, no he he's lightning in a bottle totally lightning yeah. in a bottle and, and having
0: gotten awesome. to see it in the theater uh with you mr and mrs j yeah even re-watching it especially yeah. on a big screen when art comes through the alleyway and oh, stares down yes. our main characters for the first time you're just like no, he hasn't done anything but you're no. immediately yeah. just on edge Yeah, yes
3: the part of him in the the diner is so or the pizza place, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so again, like as a filmmaker, I'm like, did did you know what you were doing? Right. Uh-huh. Did you know this shot is just actually like I literally we have a picture of that shot because it's just a beautifully
2: yeah.
3: framed piece when he's sitting in his little, you know, <laughs> table area. And yep. just smiling at them, and then he's changing his smile here and there. Just the, the framing of it and mm-hmm. it just the lighting and every it's like perfect. And he's, you're sitting here like, How did these guys
0: get he's this one of on those their- characters <sighs> that feels more dangerous when he's just toying with people than when he actually does something?
3: Yeah. Like he but somehow when he actually unleashes it, it ends up being worse than you thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: My, so at Horror Hound, when, uh, when I met uh, Damien, uh, Zach, I think you went right before me. So I met David, then I met Damien. And I told David that, you know, I saw Terrifier 2 in the theater. And I he was like, you know, asking me what I thought about it. And I said, I really loved it. And I was like, it's an experience. And he's like, yeah, I agree. It is an experience. Like, it's just this wild ride that you got to jump on. And I went to Damn Damien man. and I said, You know, I'm so happy for you guys that that this character and this franchise just took off with the sequel and he came back at me and said, well, that's because you guys kept going to the theater and you guys were Mm -hmm. spreading the word about uh, the movie and sharing it with your friends. So like all we did was make the movie. You guys are what brought it to life. So again, just the most like humble friendly." Dude. it's interesting
1: how like real he is like yes. when i talked to him he's just like yeah you, you guys
0: did you did you go to the terrifier panel zach during no that... i didn't get a chance to I, okay I had to leave so one of my yeah. favorite moments before we do our honorable mentions was the terrifier people were up on stage and they were letting the crowd ask questions and people were still riding the high of terrifier 2 and obviously there's a scene in terrifier 2 that is going to stay with you for quite some time <laughs> um and somebody asked him asked damien uh how does it feel knowing you've topped the crucifix scene in the exorcist and he goes uh i mean that's a high compliment i'm glad you feel that way i don't feel like we did but i'm glad you feel that way <laughs>
2: <Wow>. <laughs>
0: like that was another jordan peele moment where he's just super yeah. humble
3: Yeah, he seems like someone who would be at the horror convention. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and of course he and of course he's said many times, he's like, I've done these like on that side of the table a ton of times too. Like he oh yeah, he gets it. And like a lot of those older horror cats, like they understand they're like without without the fans, they don't have a job. Yep. So like he's not acting smug or self-important or any of that negative stuff. He just he gets it and to have a dude that gets it this early and appreciates the fans listens to the fans like in like he's having a blast it seems and that is just so cool to see (laughs) because wouldn't it be cool for like all of us for for like zach is not just writing a book he's having a blast writing the book he's just he's having fun we're seeing him have fun He's having a great time we we read it he sees us having a great time reading it like it's like isn't that the way yeah like you want this stuff to go yeah totally i just yeah i can't say enough that's a great pick that's a great pick
4: speaking of terrifier did you know there's a lego terrifier
2: what? And it's <laughs> awesome!
4: It's awesome. Lego Terrifier, we saw it at Spooky Empire. Oh year. my goodness! I think like an official one?
1: Is it yeah. official? Pretty well, much,
4: yeah. Well, okay. it was like a short film. That it was, was a short like, film. Oh, yeah. official? No. I don't know, but it was. It was pretty oh, weird.
1: I see. I thought you meant like a toy, like like the actual. Oh gosh! No, like the like the okay.
3: Oh, No, it's a oh, short okay. film. Lego wow! <laughs> movie. It's a stop motion <laughs> short film. It's awesome. Okay. I will say, it was a a lot longer than I
0: expected. It was, actually. I'm sure Damien is all about it, too.
3: Oh, (laughs) zero chance he's
0: not. Zero chance. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that's my fifth and final pick. Uh, Let's just rock through some honorable mentions real quick, and then we'll get on out of here. Mr. J, you got some honorable mentions you want to throw out there?
3: Honorable mention, definitely. The opening of Dead and Buried. That one. Oh, that opening's wild. To I've me, that's that. wild. Um, yeah, true, I would true. definitely say Dead and Buried. Who's How that? about you? Um, that's all I had on my list. Um,
4: yeah, I couldn't think. There's of it so many good openings. So yeah. There really are, in <laughs> some yeah, I mean, Midsummer no was you know on mine, but it was said.
0: Same. Wait, which one?
4: We already said it. I was just saying Midsummer was another oh, one. Oh, okay. And then I, you know, same so, here. You know. Got it.
0: Uh, Zach, what you got?
1: uh i don't know what dead and buried is
0: so i'm gonna look that
3: up <laughs> what that yeah. yeah dead buried that. is uh well oh gosh how do i i it's an older movie 70s ish maybe 80 81 but i thought it was like late 70s um it's about something's going on in town man there's a whole lot of people dying and then they're <laughs> rumored to have come back okay and a lot of the deaths are very horrific um What I thought was really scary about the opening is like, of course, it it was one of the first movies I've ever seen something like that happen in broad daylight. So, like, just super broad daylight. It's not nighttime. It's not spooky. It's supposed to be a peaceful time. Um, The way it even goes down, like, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. um, But just the way it goes down is just it feels real. It feels uncomfortable. It... Is really scary. There are quite a few other iconic scenes in that movie that, that maybe you haven't seen the movie, but you're like, "Oh, oh I've heard of that scene." Um, hmm. I definitely <laughs> recommend *Dead and Buried*. Some people feel like it's a little disjointed from the storytelling standpoint. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. I liked it. I should <laughs> tell him to buzz off. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, you watch you you you, you guys you guys can
0: kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, uh, Zach, like what you got, man?
1: Uh, i only have one i've got the uh the exorcist
0: yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. i love that opening um it's in iraq right yeah.
3: i think it's in iraq. Yes, yes
1: i love kind of like just it's like a nice little prologue that something's you you feel a presence that something's gonna go down later I, I like that there's just kind of like that little teaser
2: yeah
1: you know you don't see him uh father Marin, again until the end but you know you know, you know, you're going to see him again. And I just like that little I like that cock tease.
0: There you go. All right. So I'm I'm going to be a nerd and I came with uh, quite a few that I will just rock through uh, that we don't need to discuss. I'll just rock them out. Uh, so I've got the grudge 2004. Ooh. Uh, I've got the one that I was torn between this and Terrifier was It Follows. Oh, Yeah. Uh the first conjuring with the Annabelle doll. Ooh. Uh yeah. Dr. Sleep, I feel like has a creepy opening with Rose it the does. Hat and her followers.
3: True. Uh
0: not a great movie, but Urban Legend has a great opening.
3: That was a good
2: opening. With the someone's in the back seat. <laughs> yep.
0: Love Brad Dorith. You yeah. almost forget it's Brad <laughs> Uh Wrong Turn, the first one with the people climbing on the cliff.
1: Oh okay, yeah.
0: The so uh, the first remake of The Hills Have Eyes.
3: I was gonna say that one too. Yeah,
0: <laughs> kind of hand in hand. Uh, gotta throw some love to Stephen Cognetti with Hell House LLC.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: and then my last few, I'll just rock them out. Dead Silence has a good mm-hmm. opening. Uh, Jason would kill me for saying this, but uh, Van Helsing <laughs> <laughs> and Draculon Untold. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Lights Out, the full length. <laughs> Yeah. Uh the nun, the first one. Say what you will about the rest of the movie, but the opening's really creepy. Uh and really? then my last yeah. two, 80s uh gold, night of the creeps, which Zach and I talked about. So Ooh, yeah. And the Monster Squad.
2: Ooh,
3: oh, yeah. That so. is a great opening. Yeah. All right. Now can I can I add one to one? Yeah, go for it. So now this one might be if you if you feel a little like uh just watch it the opening of
0: wow Anti- anti-climactic the opening of and then done
3: <laughs> maybe yes. it should end like
0: that yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yes please leave it like cut to theme song <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's our blooper real quick oh my God.
1: play the girl from Ipanema or something
0: so That's what was so your good. pick mr j
3: <laughs> so i was saying if you if you you don't know, if you don't agree, if you don't think there's value to it, go watch it again. I thought the opening to the remake of Friday the 13th was mm. Mm. very similar to Dawn of the Dead, where it felt uh-huh. like its own vignette. It was like 15, 20 minutes was the opening. And I mean, that that machete's coming through the floor, like it's mm-hmm. just like there's all sorts of just crazy stuff. And, you know, he's chasing this chick down and, you know, all you see is this machete coming at her with with him and he's I mean, he's hustling and then it cuts to Friday the 13th,
0: yep. you know, and it's, it's like, tough.
3: and I just remember going, oh, my gosh, that's just the start. <laughs> like, I, yeah. have, I remember having that thought watching this movie already kind of being like, we'll see how this goes. No. And when I watched that, I was blown away.
0: Now, important question for you, Mr. J. Did you pick that because of uh Zach's uh, beanie?
3: I didn't, but I do love Derek
0: Meer <laughs> a whole lot.
3: And I do love
0: Zach. <laughs> All right. Oh no, that's a good one. I need to revisit that remake. I haven't seen it in a while. Even if you just
3: do the opening, I think you'll go, holy crap, that's mm-hmm. a that's a whole lot to pack into an opening.
0: Yeah, I think that might have been my problem because I rewatched all the Friday the 13th in like 2018, 2019, mm. which was quite the journey. Yes, <laughs> it, true. it took several months to get through, uh, because oh boy, that franchise has some some questionable ones. <laughs>
2: um, but Arguably. uh,
0: yeah, yeah, uh, Jason Goes to Hell was something.
1: Oh, that's a great one. What are you talking it about? Get a lot of, it didn't get a lot <laughs> shut of shut your life. mouth, Kevin.
0: <laughs> it didn't get a lot of Oscars, but you no, know. <laughs> uh. All right, so recap real quick before we get out of here. For our picks, Mr. J had When a Stranger Calls, The Lords of Salem, 28 Weeks Later, Sinister, and Jeepers Creepers. Mrs. J had Jaws, Dawn of the Dead 2004, Rob Zombie's Halloween, The Remake of Martyrs, and Nope. Uh, Zach had Final Destination 2, Ghost Ship, The Ring 2002, Scream 2, and Midsummer. And I had Halloween 1978, Scream, It 2017, Drag Me to Hell, and Terrifier. So yeah. uh, thanks, everybody, yeah. for joining me tonight. Thanks for having us. Great, Great list, guys. Yeah, good work, everybody. This was fun. Uh, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. J, I always appreciate when you think that we are cool enough for you to grace us with your presence. So thank you for joining me. Oh, okay. yeah, good. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you and struggle then Zach. through this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. J. I appreciate your your dedication to always helping make this show happen. So thank you.
3: Absolutely. I'm very here with you. Such and... titans of horror.
0: Yes. And then uh Zach, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh would you like to plug your podcast and your book real quick before we get out of here?
1: Oh sure. Uh first of all, thanks for having me. I had a, I had a great time. This was awesome mr j mrs j uh it was lovely doing this with you tonight thank you
4: thanks. our pleasure
1: <laughs> um yeah i'm on instagram CC Kroll and i have a short novel called the which you can find on amazon.com um and then i have a podcast called the creepy crowley where i uh ramble about yeah. horror
0: yeah it's a great show hey um... thanks <laughs> we might, we might, uh, could do that one sometime soon.
1: Yeah, uh, wouldn't well, that be? <laughs> <that'd>
0: be <fun. laughs> uh, so, ooh, that voice crack. Uh, so thank you, Zach, Mr. and Mrs. J for, for joining me. Uh, I need to jump off before more openings start popping into my head like Pumpkinhead uh-huh, just did,
2: right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're but uh, you have too many. I do. I did have too many. Uh, I know what you did last
1: summer. I just thought of. By the way, (laughs) the
2: descent.
1: Oh, oh, the Uh, descent. Scream three. I think (laughs) it's pretty good.
0: Save us, Mister J. Midnight (laughs) Terror. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Midnight Terrors podcast. You can get in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram under Midnight Terrors podcast. You can shoot us an email.
1: Bram Stoker's Dracula, 1992. (laughs)
0: You can shoot us an email at at gmail.com. and you can check out our T public store if you want to get a shirt, hoodie or a sticker with our logo on it. You can join our lovely Facebook group with all our friends and talk some horror with us there. Just Midnight Terror's podcast and quick announcement because it's going to be coming up soon. We would like to officially welcome RJ Jacob Honeybrook aka Roy as a new official co-host of Midnight Terrors, so we are a ghostly trio now. Welcome to the welcome to the party, Roy, welcome. and uh, it's gonna be good stuff. So thanks everybody for listening. This is the Midnight Terrors podcast. We'll see you all again soon.
2: Peace. Bye. Bye.